0: Grateful Hearts. With my daughter's recent wedding, there are so many people to thank for their assistance in making the day a spectacular one. Those who generously helped with sound and setup, those who stayed after to clean up and cart away, the list of those who graciously gave it their time and love seems endless. Their kindness and other recent events have made me think of the importance of gratitude. I'm sure all of us are keenly aware of the need for gratitude in our daily living, but I wonder how many of us actually do something about it. The Harvard University Health site explains that an attitude of gratitude is actually connected to experiencing greater happiness as we recognize the many elements of goodness in our lives, which in most cases, stem from factors outside of ourselves thus giving no place for pride to creep in. They also concluded that those who are grateful are found to be more positive, enjoy the good things life has to offer, have better health, deal better with adversity, and build stronger relationships. All aspects of life that we want to cultivate. An interesting study was conducted that required three groups of people to write briefly about different events occurring throughout their week. One group wrote about what they were grateful for, one about what irritated them, and another about the events that they wished to record. At the conclusion of 10 weeks, the groups were assessed, and it was discovered that those who expressed gratitude were more optimistic, felt better about their lives, and experienced fewer doctor visits than those who wrote about their frustrations. Another study required participants to write either about their early memories or write and deliver a personal letter of gratitude to someone they'd never properly thanked for a kindness shown to them. Those who were thankful exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores, and the benefits lasted for well over a month after delivering their note. Beyond a doubt, most of us realize the importance of gratitude, not only in our response to others, but to God as well. I remember one of my first Christian books after accepting Christ was on the power of praise. And early on, I discovered the importance of praising and thanking God for his wonders and his goodness. Yet when I did a word search on thankfulness in the New Living Translation, I actually found very few scriptures related to this or other similar terms. Far fewer than 50, actually, especially when continued... Compared to a word search on love, which draws almost 800 verses, and peace, which draws almost 400 verses. Still given all that God has done for us in offering his Son for our salvation and giving us the Holy Spirit for our sanctification, let alone his constant care in our lives and continuous answers to prayers, his goodness is overwhelming. Thus, a careful look at what his word does say about thankfulness is definitely worth exploring. David, our psalter, despite the struggles he experienced with Saul, the Philistines, and even his own family, wrote and sang constantly about praising God with our entire being as we read in Psalm 86. I give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. In fact, his heart was so filled with praise to God that he organized choir directors to lead the choirs in hymns of praise and thanksgiving to God. This is undoubtedly the reason that we're admonished to come into his presence with thanksgiving and to enter his courts with praise. All of us realize the joy of corporate worship and recognize how our souls have missed the beauty and magnificence of our worship time in church during COVID. Now that we're back meeting together, how joyful it is to raise our united voices in praise. As it says in Psalm 92, it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. And what are we told to thank him for? Well, let's begin with his steadfast, enduring love. As it says in Psalm 106, praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever and his wonderful deeds. In Psalm 107, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind for strength and protection in psalm 28 the lord is my strength and my shield in him my heart trusts and i am helped my heart exults, and with my song i give thanks to him his triumphant answers to prayers. when the ark was returned to israel and david and his exuberance wanted the whole world to know what god had accomplished And sometimes, as Asaph reminds us, thankfulness comes even when times are difficult and our praise becomes a sacrifice of thanksgiving, as it says in Psalm 50. Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Nor is the requirement of a thankful heart limited to the Old Testament, for the Apostle Paul includes the instruction in most of his letters. He explains to the Corinthians that their generosity results in thanksgiving to God. To the Galatians, he recounts the fruit of the Spirit, which is clearly exhibiting a grateful heart. To the Ephesians, he simply instructs them to give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. To the Philippians, he reminds them to Turn away from anxious thoughts and in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, reminding them then that we are to combine requests with gratitude to the come. Colossians, he reminded them multiple times to be grateful. They seem to need to get that message. Telling them to do everything with thankful hearts, Colossians 3, reminding them that as their faith grows, they will overflow with thankfulness, Colossians 2, and concluding that they need to devote themselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. In a similar fashion, he also tells the Thessalonians to be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And when he writes his spiritual son, Timothy, he prompts him to remember that God, everything God has created is good, and nothing, even the hard times or disappointments, are to be rejected if it's received with thanksgiving because it's come through the loving hand of God. Certainly, we see that as we read the entire book of Job. And the writer of Hebrews is just as explicit, informing his readers that given the unshakable kingdom we've been given, we are to be thankful and please God by worshiping him in reverence. And because of Jesus, through his glorious name, we are to continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. Thus, we can see how important grateful hearts are in our lives. Studies show the significance it has on our mental and physical well-being. Personally, we know how important it is for us to share and receive gratitude for the kindness we've been shown or been given. And God has clearly illustrated through these simple verses that I've recounted to you how important it is to give thanks for all the magnificent things he's done for us. As I pondered this myself, I shamefully realized how much more I need to thank God for his goodness to me, and how sad I must make him when I take his innumerable kindnesses for granted. Where is your thankful thermometer set right now? Hopefully this message has helped you rethink your level of gratitude to God and others and caused you to turn up the temperature of your gratitude to reflect the vast goodness you've received throughout your life. Concentrating on gratitude helps to wash our minds of critical selfishness and instead rejoice in all the great things generously falling like rain in our lives. Therefore. Let us agree with the psalmist and say continuously, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continuously be in my mouth. God bless you, beloved. God bless you.